Hey everybody, welcome to Long Story Short the Podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. I caught her off guard. I just jumped right in. You know, today we are going to talk about clothes. We're going to talk about fall wardrobes, what we want, what we need, the clothing ruts we feel like we might be falling into, but first we got a lot of stuff to talk about hey if you are new to the podcast welcome if you like the podcast we would love it if you would take a quick second and leave us a rating and even adding adding a written review would be amazing you can do that at meganandwendy.com slash apple podcast and you're saying but wait i listen in spotify thank you unfortunately spotify does not have a review system so if you listen in apple podcast we would love a rating or review it helps us out a lot you can also find more from us on instagram where we are megan and wendy lss and you can hop into our facebook group which is long story shorties and you can always email the show at meganandwendy at gmail.com no emails today, guys. No emails today. Can you hear the disappointment in my voice? I freaking love emails. So usually someone takes pity on you after. You I know, hope please. so. Please. Please somebody send me an email. We do have some good news. Other than the fact that Wendy has thrown her back out and cannot get comfortable. <laughs> well, we're in these like amazing like. I'm going to call them Barca loungers, even Recliners. though what's a Barca lounger? I don't even know. I don't know what, what qualifies something as a Barca lounger. They're I, like these amazing reclining chairs that you have to be plugged in to like <laughs> recline. They're amazing, but like I hurt my back this weekend. So I'm just trying to get comfortable without like their leather. So like they make that like leather farty noise. So. I'm sorry. You know, I just noticed that they have a USB on the side Dang, so they can, can charge. Plug it in. I need to charge my phone. So, good news. It's fall and that means fall TV and you know, we're big TV fans and one of my goals for the school year was to watch more TV. And I would say I have increased my TV watching, but I have not necessarily hit what I would consider to be my stride. Like I still have a ways to go. I need to create better TV watching habits. I keep saying as soon as the construction's done in my house, like my whole life's going to change. I'm going to do a lot of things better. But one of the things I will do better is I will be able to watch TV during the day. I don't think you will though. Maybe not. And I even texted Megan this week. I was like, put down a book every once in a while. <laughs> Pick up the remote. She sent me like a, what did you send me? Are this called a Giphy or a meme or whatever? It was a GIF. It was just like 100 years old. I am. You guys, I'm 100. What's that called when you send a funny picture? Uh, Why is that picture moving? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, here, I know I do read a lot, but the problem is I read when I'm not like when watching TV is not really an option. So my reading is not what's stopping me from watching TV. It's my, it's mostly my phone scrolling. Oh, yeah. There was, I saw a really funny meme yesterday, something about like, I don't even remember. I can't even like tell you what it is because I can't remember it, but it was something about three hours scrolling on the phone or like you get into bed. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then three hours later, after 10 p.m. bedtime, yeah. 1 a.m. still scrolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's me. But in terms of shows we are watching, you know, Wendy and I often have different tastes in television, but we are aligned on three fall shows at a bare minimum right now. The first was Wendy's recommendation. The Big Leap. It's on Fox and then you can, it replays on Hulu the next day. The next day, yeah. Um, It has a great cast. It has Scott Foley, who we know from Felicity, Scandal. What else has he been in? 
Carrie Russell's ex-husband. Anyway, he's a producer in this show. He's not a producer on the show. He plays a producer in the show. Mm-hmm. Who else is in the cast? Can you recall? Mallory Jansen from our home, one of our Hallmark movies that we reviewed last. Oh, does she play the other judge? Is that who she, she is? Did you watch it? I've watched the first one and a half. She's one of the judges that has the dance experience. That's who she's I thought. That's Australian. who I thought she was. But she's playing with a fake accent? No, that's her real accent, apparently. Oh, she flattened it for her, Hallmark. the Hallmark. Interesting. Yes, 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 um, yes. Has Terry Polo, whose character I really like. Mm-hmm. Piper Parabo, who I enjoy also. Some of these other actors are new to me, but I'm enjoying the cast quite a bit. What was Sir Darius Blaine in? He was in something else. I don't he know. He plays the football. Oh, Jumanji. I looked it up because when he came on screen, I was like, when he came on screen, I was like, I know him. And yeah, he played... He was in Jumanji. Anyway, it's basically the story of these like down on their luck individuals and they all go on this dance competition show and it's fun. Like the dancing's fun. The dialogue's fun. The casting is fun. It's just a fun show to watch. It is fun, but but it's also like realistic too. Like the Terry Polo character is kind of at a crossroads in her marriage and in life like yeah, and she's her got teenagers hate her exactly which I find very relatable uh-huh. and then there is a guy it takes place in Detroit and the guy loses his job and what I really like about this show is that they talk about COVID and the pandemic he lost his job during the pandemic and I have said for months and months and months, I don't want real life in my entertainment, but for some reason it just works in this show. It's not a focus point, but they mention it as being life altering. Yeah, the they're living in like a post COVID world in the show. Um, like there's no masking. There's not really any like accommodations made for COVID that are obvious in the show, mm-hmm. but I it's funny that you mentioned that because I did notice that and I liked it. It's kind of one of the first non hospital based shows right to exist in a world where COVID also existed. And it's kind of nice because at some point they're all going to have to kind of incorporate this Mm -hmm. as part of your shared reality. Many shows have just gone on, which I think is fine because it's hard to make them work otherwise. But I, I liked that too. Yeah, it's good. I I think, I think, you should definitely watch it. If you have Hulu, I think it's on Monday nights on Fox, but it's definitely always on Hulu. The other show that we're enjoying is called The Other Two, and it's on HBO Max, and it's a comedy. And basically, it's the show, the story of this like young teenage boy who becomes like an overnight pop star sensation. Chase Dreams. <laughs> and he has these, an older brother and sister who are kind of like both struggling with life and... You finished the show. I'm, I'm, I have like two episodes left of season two. Yeah, I'm almost oh, done Oh, so I've only watched the first, I think, three or four episodes. But it's it's very funny. It's a comedy. It's quick episodes. They're like under 30 minutes, which I like. It's not the kind of show that I would watch with your children in the room. <laughs> I told Megan, I go, there's lots of masturbating. There is. <laughs> Molly Shannon plays the mom, and she's so funny. And sometimes Molly Shannon can be like a little over the top for me. She's just the right amount of like on the top mm-hmm. for me. But just the whole thing is like kind of absurd and bizarre. Just 
how his life changes in one of the episodes they're like about to get him a fake girlfriend for publicity right. and everyone's like what are we what are we doing? and the mom's like yeah that's a great idea and the older brother and sister are kind of like the voices of reason and to an extent yes anyway it's really funny i need some non-murdery shows in my life i feel like everything's like real murdery suspenseful it's not what I need, guys. If you're new here, that's not how I do TV. Well, I'll tell you, the new NCIS starts tonight, and I plan on watching it. Is it a new, like a fully new cast location? Hawaii. And it's brand new. <laughs> it's brand new. It has a uh, Vanessa Lachey, Nick oh. Lachey's wife in it. Mm. Vanessa. Is she Vanessa Lachey? I think so. Why? She's like the lead detective. Oh, so it's high, high quality acting. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be one of those like formula based. Totally. Hey, I'm here for it. Look, I watched pretty much every season of Hawaii Five-0 for many years. I don't know if it's still on the air, but we watched for a long time. And that's like the same thing. It's same formula based. Yeah. Like, But then they kind of like screwed over two of their Asian American actors. And oh. so we, oh. we bounced. But... I don't know. Maybe I could get into a brand new NCIS. I'm like, oh, I could start from the beginning. Not like you couldn't start any of those shows at any point and catch up. It's not like character based. I mean, I'm really like showing you my grandma card today because I'm going to watch NCIS. I love I love a CBS show. Is it on CBS? The next show. Oh, my gosh. If you've been if you've known us for any length of time, one of our favorite, favorite times of year is DCC season. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders making the team. Making but the team. Didn't that used to be a summer show? No. I do think it's a little bit later. It's premiering a little bit later than it used to do. I think it would come out late summer. Are we considered late summer still? Yeah, it's still late summer. It seems later to me. I, In my mind, that was always a summer show. But regardless, they're back for season 785. <laughs> Kelly and Judy are still there. If you're unfamiliar, it's the story of how they create the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders team every year from auditions through to the final team. And there are a few changes this year. Um, this year and last year, they did video submission auditions rather than their big cattle call of auditions, which honestly, like, I don't know why they wouldn't just do that going forward. Because they want to make fun of the people in person, the, the people who are clearly there to fulfill a lifelong dream you know who have no dance experience i'm sure that's why they get more video submissions is because it's easier to do that rather than like you right. said travel like if i'm from california and i want to travel to texas just for a weekend audition but if you really want the job then you're going to do that so right yes so what was interesting to me is typically when we when training camp starts and training camp is for that's the phase between like, Hey, you're on the preliminary team. They start with 51 this season. They're going to get down to 36 and they teach them all the dances and they see who can hack it. Typically they have the vets in blue and the rookies, rookies in pink. Mm -hmm. And it does look like going forward, they will have them that way when mm -hmm. it was like, but this for this first episode, they were all in blue. And I was like, that's not that's not working for me. I need the visual division. You need to know who's new and who's not. Yeah, because I have a hard enough time keeping up as it is, even mm -hmm. as they're showing people from last year. I have we talked a lot about this on the podcast last year, and I can't really remember anybody. What? No. You don't remember who Maddie is? I remember Maddie, of Maddie course. Won't and I be remember returning. 
Maddie's not returning. But then that's what I need to know the information too. Like who are the other vets who are not returning this year? Do you know if they are on the sidelines this year during football games? I don't know. Last year they were on like some like platform area. Oh, they were not on the sidelines and that was a COVID protocol, but I don't know for this football season if they're back on sidelines performing. Like, I don't even think they performed, you know, like their, their, what is it called? Signature kick line. Yeah. Their (laughs) game field entrance. Yeah. I don't think they did any of that last year. Oh, interesting. It was kind of like a throwaway year. And that's the year they cut all those vets too. Yeah. And you know, the story is, is that those vets were not happy with how they handled COVID during tryouts. And then that's why they got cut. But who knows? Allegedly. Yeah, it was. I was happy to see them back. This is a real guilty pleasure of mine. It can be a little bit problematic. They have they've moved away from like the slow zoom on a love handle. Yeah. I mean, the early seasons would be real rough to watch. Like, oh, you have a little bit of. Yeah. Chub or what they have seemed to focus more on them being good role models, their ability to be spokeswomen for the team. I I enjoy the show. I've enjoyed it for many, many years. I can't quit it. Oh, me neither. I'm not gonna quit it. I love that show. And I don't really know why I like it so much. Just because I like maybe watching them do dance routines or something. I don't know. I get invested. And the people too, like too. the rookies. Of course. It's like Survivor. People are getting sent home every week. Yeah. They're, I already have my favorite and I kind of don't want to put it out into the universe because I know she'll get cut. Okay. So I'm just going to like be quiet about it. Okay. And then we'll revisit at the end of the season. <laughs> I know. I do get really attached to them and I get really nervous for them when they get called into the office. But you know, there are 51 girls. They have to cut 15 of them. Right. 16 of them. Right. No, did 15. You, did you actually watch the first episode yet? Uh-huh. Okay. Three things. First of all, Kelly and her broken foot. Yeah. <laughs> Just funny. I mean, I don't... I've had a broken bone too recently, you know, within the last couple of years, and it's a drag. She's rolling in on her scooter. She's yeah. rolling in on that scooter. And then they didn't do their meetings in, like, Kelly's normal office. They did it... They're at the stadium, right? Which is never. Right. Why are they not at the star? Well, she's. they just said something about it being due to COVID protocols and perhaps they can get more space at the stadium than they have in there. Because they were not at the star last year. They were in hotels right. and these ballrooms because they had to be in a bubble. And so I, all she said was we're utilizing the stadium. And so right. I don't know if they're able to spread out more at the stadium. I can't imagine the star being that small. Right. That I they don't can't know. spread out there. Like they're Unless not good maybe... about that sort of detail. No. Like, I need to know the inside. Me too. Now, I recently watched Hard Knocks, which is an HBO documentary show. Oh, yeah. And they did the Dallas Cowboys this year. And they were at the star quite a bit. So I wonder if maybe they've just been flip flopping. Mm. Maybe they were, maybe they couldn't film at the star because. The football players were there. I, I don't know. I really don't know. And I'm sure nobody cares about that much information other than me. It was just awkward because they did their, quote, office visit and they did it in a luxury box. <laughs> and so they've got Kelly and Judy sitting in like one row in front of the other and they're kind of twisted sideways and yeah. the girls come in and sit in another seat. It just didn't. It was it that felt 
unfinished to me because they usually have Kelly and Judy in Kelly's office, although they always put Judy like up on this high stool, which I've never understood. And then last year they had like a plexiglass barrier between (laughs) Kelly's desk and the cheerleader that would come in. You know, I've always felt like I mentioned this last year. I felt like a lot of their COVID protocols were performative because they would be like mass required unless you're in this room dancing and breathing all over everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? I, I think a lot of it is they're like, well, we're socially distanced until you're shoulder to shoulder doing a kick line. The last thing I noticed, and I wanted to know if you noticed, I love when they, in the empo- episode where she like hits the lights and it goes dark. Yes. <laughs> This, they're trying to turn out the lights at, at the stadium so she like radios somebody yes. to turn out the lights yes and i should notice that, that she rolls away on her scooter thing i don't she didn't do that but no usually it's her walking out of her office shutting off the lights. right but yes i did like the full stadium blackout that was fun and then they're like now i gotta turn it back on because people are still working here right exactly <laughs> kelly's the last to leave the stadium yeah. i don't think so <laughs> Anyway, I still love that show. It's on CMT, if you guys have it. Here is my hot take. I had a conversation via text with my friend Shauna about this yesterday. What does Melissa Rycroft offer to to DCC? So for those who don't know, Melissa Rycroft is a former DCC herself. She was a a contestant on The Bachelor. I actually really liked her on that season. Then she went on to win dancing with the stars and now she has come back and i think her title is showmanship coach which i don't even know what that means but typically what they do every season is there's a girl or two who are struggling and they do like a private meeting with melissa and she like boosts them up and almost always those girls stick around and then she also shows up at like the big judging events and helps out i don't know other than perhaps she's available oh (laughs) probably I just think like she doesn't offer anything to the show to me like constructively like she was a DCC for two seasons I think way early on you can see her in like one of the very first seasons of making the team and she she was never like one of the popular like ones one of the showcased girls never she was never a point she was never like a like group leader or uh-huh. anything like that. Anyhow, I would much rather her see her replaced with Kashira. Remember yeah, Kashira? Yeah, great dancer, great showmanship. Why they need to kick Melissa to the curb? She did come back last year to what? Did she teach them a dance? What did she come back last year for? Yeah, I think for? she taught a dance. I think she was still with the organization somehow, some way, but she didn't play like one of the judges. Yeah. So that's a lot of what we're watching right now. We'd love to hear what you're watching this fall. We're excited for more new fall TV. So jumping from TV to true crime. And Wendy and I have both been following the Gabby Petito case. And I have a lot of things to say about this. Well, I only first learned about it last week when you asked me if I was following it and I hadn't heard anything about it because it hadn't for me made any sort of like national news right. yet. You know, Megan gets all of her news from TikTok, so I think I mean not all of it, guys. I do know how to vet a reliable news source, but yes. <laughs> but is that where you first heard about it? That though? is where I first heard about it and that's where I think it was first being talked about. Okay, so Tell the listeners at home if they don't know who Gabby Petito is. Gabby Petito is a van lifer and YouTuber who went missing. She was traveling with her fiance and he returned home 
without her. And there was, if that sounds really vague, that's because the details were really vague and nobody could really understand why he had come home without her and he wasn't talking and his family wasn't talking. As of this morning, this is a Monday morning, yesterday they did unfortunately find a body that matches her description, although they haven't made final confirmation. And then right before we started recording this, the FBI issued a search warrant and went into the home of Brian Laundrie's family. <sighs> okay. The, what is, nothing's positive about someone getting murdered, but what is interesting is the huge impact that social media has had on this because the big, right. so the internet detectives were really putting this together and they were piecing together. There was much more information on TikTok and Instagram being pieced together by people who were following this, but the big break in the case came as a YouTubing family was editing video and they realized as they were editing it, oh shit, that's Gabby's van. Wow. They were driving past an area in Wyoming. And if you've seen that footage in the background, they didn't realize what they were filming. They were just filming B-roll as they're traveling. You can see someone digging in a field <gasps> behind the van. And it's broad daylight. Stop it. That's my understanding is, is that that's where they, where they found her. So oh, they. Oh my goodness. And I read something this morning that basically said that this family had lost a son and that they. It was his birthday, either that she was found or that that video footage was shot. And basically, like, they make an effort to pay it forward every year. And they feel like that was, you know, their way to help provide closure. Obviously, it's horrifying that they that she is possibly dead. Here's a couple of my biggest issues. One, girls go missing all the time. And because she's like this cute, pretty white girl, yeah, there's huge national media attention. And that, I don't know what to do about that myself, right? Other than, you know, perhaps amplifying these stories of other women. But that is a, you know, big commentary that I think we need to take seriously because she's not the first woman to go missing under bizarre circumstances. Right, right. There's also some domestic violence undertones to this case because the police did have an interaction with them. Many people felt like Gabby was being blamed for what was happening. And so many people have come forward and said, look, that's like the classic signs of domestic violence that, and they left her kind of an unsafe position. And I don't know. We don't know the details, but the kind of wild social media, sleuthing yeah has been interesting to see because the vast majority of the breaks have come oh we were driving and we picked this guy up and it turns out that was brian and then we you know have called the fbi now they have information on his whereabouts on these days but i mean this case was largely moved forward by people on social media okay so i have two questions maybe you can give me an update one the two other women that went missing from the same area they were at in Wyoming, mm-hmm. have they found them and do they... Well, those women were murdered. They were found murdered. Oh. oh. They, the, Wendy's talking about a couple. They were newlyweds. The of, officials came out and said, this is unrelated. Many people are saying, mm, we're not so sure. They were camping. They were murdered while they were camping. They had sent messages to friends saying there's some creepy guy near our campgrounds if you don't hear from us, we've been murdered. And oh, then they were found shot to my death. goodness. And then shortly after that is when Brian Laundrie flies home, empties out his storage unit, and then flies back to be with Gabby again. 
there are nine million red flags here. There's a lot here. It's way more. I mean, you do full podcasts about this. If you're interested, you only need to look at the Gabby Petito hashtag. It's tragic. I'm very, very sorry for her family. I hope that there's more information and that they are able to solve this. Brian's family is a little suspect to me because it just looks like behind the scenes, like they're protecting him and covering things up Mm -hmm. as opposed to they were engaged. You know, if my child were engaged to someone and that person went missing, I would be invested in finding out what happened. I'd be very worried about her well-being. Right. Well, that's my second question. There was some talk that he has been missing in action. Yeah, they. my understanding is that they went to question him yesterday and he wasn't there or two days ago. And then they were there was a search for him, but I believe they had halted that. So do they know where his whereabouts are right now? Not as of the recording of this. Oh, no. my not, goodness. It's not publicly. I mean, if that's not red flag, red flag, red flag, you're yeah. on the run. Right. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Did you, Bizarre. Did something happen to you? Did you do something or... Are you hiding? See, I need like a full timeline. I need a visual timeline uh-huh. to understand. This is where I need uh-huh. 2020 or uh-huh. Dateline or somebody to pick this story up so I can see like a visual. Mm-hmm. Wow. That sucks. There is a podcast episode that had some information. Obviously, a lot has changed since that was published. So the most recent information, honestly, is via social media. It's kind of happening by the minute. Anybody want a cake update? (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday was Megan's birthday. And I had really couldn't narrow down what I wanted for dessert. But it all kind kind of came together. My mom ended up doing nothing bunt cakes. Have you had a nothing bunt cake? Of course. Yeah, they're delish. They're really good. I uh-huh. kind of forget about them, but she really likes them, so she always does them. I'm like, oh, I always forget how good these are. Yeah, because they look sort of plain, you know, but they're tasty. Yeah, they've got good cream cheese frosting. They're always really moist. I hate that word, but they really are. <laughs> they're they're good. And she had gotten both a cake and like little mini buntinis. And Did then get all the full decoration on the... Um, yes, it was all like had like a birthday box and yeah. like flower. It was very... Pretty. I took a picture. We'll put it in the show notes. And then a neighbor brought over Susie Cakes, which I had mentioned was my... Was one of my thoughts on what to do for cake. And then Wendy brought over a full cake and brownies today. I had talked about maybe doing crumble. They're not open on my birthday. And like the getting it the day before, I was like, that feels like a hassle. So we didn't do that. My husband's like, you know, we could just go in the middle of the week. Like, it doesn't have to be your birthday to get cookies. So maybe we'll go. It's true. Did did I tell you that they're putting one of those right, like, in my neighborhood? <gasps> no. It's bad news, dude. It's too close. It's too, 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 I'm too I'm honestly close. surprised there's not one closer to me than there is. I'm surprised there's not one. <laughs> I'm pointing. <laughs> To the, to the direction of the shopping center. I feel like it's coming. I feel like our city will get one. But I also feel like, do you think the crumble bubble is going to burst? Absolutely. Much like the sprinkles bubble and yep. the yogurt land bubble and the et cetera, et cetera. Yes, I do. I absolutely think that's going to happen. So that'll be a bummer. But but, but let's do a real quick. I want to see what they, what they have this oh, it's week. What's good flavors this week? Better than last week, actually. It's cornbread. Which does not excite me at all. Original featuring peanut butter M&M candies. That's up your alley, right? Yeah. Churro. That's up your alley. Yeah. Chocolate crunch, was it, which is a chilled crispy no-bake cookie. That's bizarre. Might have to check that one out. It's like supposed to be reminiscent of a Nestle bar. Yeah. 
but it's no bake. That's so interesting. It's more candy than cookie. I'm going to, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, they always have chocolate chip and their iced cookie. What's it called? I don't know. Classic sugar ice. Well, I felt real bad when Megan was like, yeah, my neighbor brought over Susie cakes. And I was like, I'm an asshole. So I I did run to the grocery store and get a... uh, grocery store cake i got cake for days guys i I love a grocery store cake it's still good right it's delicious it's still good and then i was like it's a white cake with white frosting and honestly couldn't remember if you prefer white cake or chocolate cake so then that's why i got brownies too because oh my gosh that's so funny i like all cake all right so after all that cake talk we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back and talk clothes Fall officially starts tomorrow, September 22nd. And the last time we talked fall, it was not even a little bit close to fall, but fall's here. In name only, though, because you, Wendy and I live in Southern California where fall weather isn't really a thing. It kind of goes summer, winter. It was beautiful this weekend. And I made two comments. I was like, it's like fall weather right now. Because it was just like it had a nice cool breeze. It wasn't blazing down hot. Yeah, especially in the evening, too. It was like sitting outside, putting on a hoodie. I used a blanket the other night watching TV. That being said, I'm I'm ready to be done with my summer clothes. I'm tired of them. Oh, yeah. I've totally two two weekends ago. I was at a soccer game and it was in the morning. I was like in a sweatshirt and this. And I was like, yeah, I'm willing fall to happen. (laughs) And then like I ended up having to strip all that stuff off and then get my umbrella out because it was like so hot. But I'm ready to like pack up the shorts and and stuff, too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I've mostly stopped wearing my shorts. I put on jeans. I regret it halfway through the day, but the mornings are cool. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just going to sweat. I'm going to sweat through my clothes because I'm done. That being said, how are we feeling about clothes? I'm not feeling great, to be honest. I'm wearing a pair of jeans today, and they're tight around the waist, you know, because it's the last 18 months, I we didn't get dressed a whole lot, especially in the like first year sure. of the pandemic. It was very just like casual, whatever. I wanted to be comfortable. I bought a lot of like drawstring pants, yeah. stuff like that, just to be comfortable in. Mm-hmm. And now I'm transitioning back to like, I feel like a schlup and I want to like put a little bit of effort into what I'm wearing and how I look. And that makes me feel good, mm-hmm. but I don't feel good in my clothes. Hard pants are a hard transition. They are. I went all in on at-home sweatpants, and I will still wear them quite a bit this year, but yeah, I'm leaving the house more. I want to look dressed and put together, and I am having a hard time in my clothes lately. I just put things on, and I'm like, oh, nothing nothing feels right, mm-hmm. and nothing feels good. I did put on some jeans that I hadn't worn in over a year, and I was like, oh, I don't like this at all. I have a, two pairs of jeans that I love, and I went to try and buy more because I was like, I have this closet full of jeans that don't fit, and life's too short, and they don't make them anymore, oh, so no. now I have to find more jeans that fit because that needs to be one of my goals is stop wearing these jeans that make you want to unbutton every time you sit down <laughs> yes like right now yeah like you're driving in the car and you're like i gotta 100 percent. i have to all the time and that's my problem right now is i cannot find any jeans when i because i'm not in in store shopping just because i'm 
lazy, I would like to rather find it on the app of like Nordstrom or Old Navy or Target first and see if it's there, then go get it. Maybe I order it online, but I can't find any jeans in the style that I want. Mm-hmm. And it's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. And when I look for like pants, even just regular pants, it's all joggers. And I'm like, well, I, I'm trying to move away from the jogger. Right. Yeah, I don't really know what non-jean pant to wear because I would like to have some variety because I wear a lot of jeans. I would like to have some variety, but I don't. What's my other option other than sweatpants? Well, there's like I don't. I'm gonna call them chinos, but I don't think that's what they're called. Yeah, like a khaki. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, a khaki. like I know that's like visually like sounds so unappealing. Yeah, like a pleated front. But that, yeah, I need to, I, uh, I need to, there mm. are some cotton pants yeah, out there. That's what I need. Like a cotton, like a twill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or a linen. I know you really like linen pants too. I Why do, can't you? They you feel wear... like a summer pant to me. Oh my God. But you can transition those into fall. Yeah. But I have a hard time figuring out what like, those shoe are like to wear. T- yeah. What shoe to wear. That's not a sandal mm-hmm. and what top to wear, because I don't really love them with like a big flowy. Like I like, I like a cozy sweater or a sweatshirt in the winter and those don't. Let's not do it for me. You want like you don't want to wear like a cozy sweater and big flowy pants. I mean that's like a real blankety look. A real look, yeah. I understand. I I understand. The jean quest is very hard for me. If there's anybody out there listening who says these are the jeans you must have, I need you to email us, message us, something. Tell me what you guys love because I'll I'll spend. A lot of money on a pair of jeans and I'll spend a little money on a pair of jeans. I just want a pair of jeans that make me feel good when I wear them. Well, it's so personal. Bodies are differently shaped and I don't think there's a one size fits all jean and people are like, these are my one true jean. And it's because their hips are shaped a certain way or their stomach is shaped a certain way. And so they fit them well. That's the hardest part is that it's so personal. Unlike a flowy, cozy hoodie that can fit all body shapes (laughs) and sizes. This is why we love a sweat pant because it doesn't have a personal fit the way a hard pant like a jean does. Right. Right. Super off topic. Mm. What is what does FUPA stand for? Can I tell you how much I hate that word? That acronym? I hate it. It stands for fat or fatty upper pubic area. So it's like the, the, is it this? It's the, yeah, it's this. Well, maybe both. (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, that like lower stomach (laughs) layer of fat that women have. And, you know, you should know that like biologically our bodies were designed to protect that area because that's like where your uterus is and so it's supposed to you know they want a layer of fat there as protection if there's nothing there that's not like the goal although we've been led to believe it was by many years of christina aguilera and her low-rise jeans so Yeah, that's a terrible acronym. Do not I, it get is. In and it's all to- I can think about lately, too. Like, I'll put the pants on, I'll go, is this my FUPA showing? And I don't even really know what it is. But now I do. Well, I'll, you know, this might be TMI, but I have a C-section scar there. And okay. so, like... The C-section scar splits it like right in half. Well, I will tell you that I did not have a C-section, but I have like a weird shelf where you would have a C-section scar. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's just like a post-childbirth thing. Like that's just the way your muscles. But I also have a noticeable line. Oh, that's so interesting. 
I wonder if it's like that for everybody. Not that I've made a flat stomach any sort of goal of mine in the last 14 years since <laughs> I've had children. I've not exactly been working on my abs, but uh, it does exist. Look, bodies are bodies are wild. That's to put it mildly. Yeah. Okay, moving on from the FUPA. What's your standard fall winter uniform? I love a jean. Mm-hmm. I am transitioning away from the skinny to more of like a straight leg oh, jean. Girl. Me too. That that's my desire. I love a sweatshirt. I love a hoodie. I love a cozy sweater on top. And then I'm a flat. I don't like boots with a heel. I like to own the occasional pair of boots, although the reality is they don't work unless you're wearing like a skinny jean and I'm kind of done with the skinny jean. Right. So like maybe a flat ankle boot. I'm always in search of like, cause a lot of the ankle boots have a big heel. I don't yep. want to wear a heel. My, my life is target <laughs> and <laughs> podcasting and dropping my kids off at school and running around. I like, I don't want to wear a heel in my everyday life. I want a flat. I love a Rothy. I love a loafer. <laughs> I like a, a flat. I like a cute little tennis shoe yeah you hardly ever wear tennis shoes i'm always in tennis shoes i got a pair over the summer of the kate middleton tennis shoe the supergas i have no idea what you're talking about they look like they're like a kid basically like a white canvas tennis shoe are they expensive they were like 70 dollars. you bought a 70 dollar pair of white kids i mean it doesn't have that star on it, right? And they look all dirty and grungy. No, they're not golden gooses. Those are like $500 shoes. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my entire yeah, I agree. life. Why would, you, Why would f- you buy shoes that already look dirty? It's like our parents. Mm. Why would you buy jeans that already have holes in them? But still, I know they have a bunch of knockoffs. I think they're yeah. kind of cute, those little star shoes. But I'll buy the cheap version. Thank you very much. Totally. Every brand has a knockoff golden goose. I am not buying $500 sneakers. $70 for a white shoe. I think I had a, I think I had an Artem gift card, honestly, when I okay, bought them. Fire. That is not, honestly, normally would I do that? No, I would buy the Target version, but they brought me a lot of joy. Okay. I'm and not trying to shame you. I I'm wore them all so... summer. And what I liked is I felt like comfortable wearing them with shorts because they had like a slim profile. Like sometimes I don't like a big clunky tennis shoe with shorts. Uh, yeah, I hear you. It's very like mom goes to Disneyland. <laughs> so I thought they were really cute. <laughs> I'm laughing because that's what I look like when I go to Disneyland because I need a comfortable shoe. Well, that's what I look like at Disneyland too, but I don't necessarily want to wear that every day. Well, I want to buy those stupid like Hoka shoes or whatever they're oh, called. Oh, me too. And only because they're supposed to be super comfortable. Yeah. My feet hurt. My my back hurts. Shoe talk with Megan and Wendy. I that fall winter look. I would love to be that gal that wears like the cute skinny jeans and the high boots and then this and then the sweater. I'm not though. Like I feel terrible when I wear stuff like that. Like it's so out of my comfort zone. You feel like you're dressed up. That one and two like high boots don't really work on me one because boots have heels and I don't ever want to wear heels ever and I have big calves so I have a hard time getting like those boots that are like yeah me too you know up me too high boots like it just looks ridiculous I feel like I look like a pirate like my (laughs) proportions are really weird and when I wear like boots that are high I I just look weird in them I don't think you look weird in them but I do understand being uncomfortable in them Right. So I just much rather wear tennis shoes, but then I fall into this really bad habit of wearing 
literally a uniform every single day. I'm wearing the same pants and v-neck shirt and tennis shoes and hoodie and it just goes and goes and goes and I don't look like I have any style or taste <laughs> we'll swap the hoodie for like a cozy sweater that you can store with the same outfit have tons of sweaters it you has just don't wear I them get hot so like I don't hotter in a sweater than a hoodie well, the oh, you can hoodie, take the hoodie I can off. Take the hoodie off, but I see. like I see, I get hot sweater. Too. I have like so many sweaters in my closet right now. And when we were out shopping last week, I was like, I, I'm not even gonna look at sweaters because I have too many as it is, and I don't need to tempt myself with more sweaters. I can't stop. I can't stop. But don't you get hot? Well, sure. My daughter the other day made fun of me for my V neck and jeans. She did? Yeah. She was with her friends. I don't... Oh, I'm, no. Yeah, I made some kind of comment. I can't remember. And she's like, whatever, mom. You wear V-necks and t-shirts. Or you wear jeans and V-necks every single day. And I was oh, like... No. She's right. Damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> so, anyway. Can we talk business casual for a second? Yeah, I don't Does know that Does that feel means. like such a 90s term? Business casual? But... What's business casual today in 2021? I have no earthly idea. I mean, I would probably walk into a loft. If I had to dress business casual for a job, I would assume like whatever loft sells in their like work attire. Okay. So tonight I have to go to a meeting and there is, it's calls for business casual. So for a meeting like that, cause it's not work related, this is a volunteer thing. So for right. a meeting like that, I would wear dark rinse jean mm -hmm. that's not ripped and a nice shirt and non tennis shoes, shoes. And I would call it good. I think they mean like, don't come in a t-shirt and shorts, like level it up a little bit, <laughs> but they don't mean you need to be full-time fancy. So like, don't go buy a pair of chinos. God, I know. <laughs> Honestly, I had a panic attack when I saw the requirement and I was like searching all the like apps like where can I find something that I can go get on Monday afternoon but you're right I think a dark jean and a nice top and a pair of Rothy's will be fine please email us with what business casual means to you yeah Rothy's yes yeah, I asked my husband who does work in an office setting I go are jeans business casual he's like not typically so no but again this isn't an office setting this is a this is a community center meeting. Right. <laughs> I think they just, for whatever, re I mean, why they're re requesting a certain dress code is beyond me, but I would feel, I bet a lot of people are going to be in jeans. Yeah. Well, I asked my friend, Jen, who's also going to be there tonight. And I was like, uh, what does this mean exactly? And she's like, Oh, just jeans and a nice top. Oh, good. And she's See? like, and, and I sometimes I don't even wear that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> So, yeah, you just kind of get got to get past the first one and see how everyone's doing it. But I bet I bet you're fine. Ugh, I, I hate clothes. I hate clothes. Let's talk about uh, needs and wants for the season. I need new bras. And I know that's not clothes. It's like a base layer. But you may remember several episodes ago, I talked about how I had done an online bra fitting quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the website is a bra that fits if anybody wants to go do their own and prior to that I was wearing a 36 double D and after that it told me I was a 34 H I went online and I ordered a bunch of 34 H bras they fit I kept some returned some here is the problem 
They're so uncomfortable. Oh, really? They fit correctly, but like they all rub against my skin. No, it's it's now time. We're going to go to one of those. Like, I need bra to fitting. go. Yeah, I need let's a comfortable bra. Like life is too short. I have, again, also mentioned on the podcast, I have one wireless bra mm-hmm. that I bought on Amazon that is very comfortable, but it's like, it's neighbors to a sports bra. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's nothing cute about it. There's no like lifting and separating, but I find myself defaulting to that bra because it's the one that I don't want to rip off at the end of the day. And so I need to invest in some bras that fit comfortably and that do not make me want to light them on fire. Okay. Let's, we're going to just make those appointments. Yeah. Let's we're do it. Go do it. Cause I could definitely use some new bras for sure too. Just because I don't take care of them. No, like, me I just throw them in the washer and dryer. Yep. I don't care. I don't hand wash jack shit, you know? So it's time. Yeah. Time for some new ones. Yeah, I don't definitely let's, do not hand wash. Them. Let's do it. Sometimes I remember to put them in a lingerie bag, but that's rare. Wow. I know. Big time. Wow. <laughs> Talk about 90s lingerie bags feels very 90s to me. Do you put your bras in a lingerie bag? You know what I was using our lingerie bag for were masks. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so then I didn't have to hand wash them. I could just toss them in the washer. Oh my God. They're so funny. Okay. So I said that I need some new jeans, right? I Every jean I have is either a skinny style jean or has rips or is cropped. Yeah, like a capri jean. Mm-hmm. I, I just I can't find I can't find the jeans I want, and I don't even know what I'm looking for. I want a straight jean that does not like is not too tight in the waist and not too tight in the hips, but it does not billow out at the bottom either. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Where are they? Hey, tell us where you buy your jeans, please. The other thing is, I don't want a super high waisted jean. Because of my fupa rolls. It's a, for me, it's a really fine line because I don't want it to be too low. Never. Because then everything spills over the top. Like mm-hmm. I want to be able to tuck things in, but I don't want it to be so high that it like digs into my rib cage when I sit down. Oh, I like know. there's a, there's a happy medium. Jean shopping is hard. It is hard. And it's a, it's a time commitment like you cannot just take one pair off the rack and be like these are my size I'll take them it's not never does not work that way I know all right what else do you need so guys I've talked a lot about my undergarments on the podcast because I told you also that I have a underwear brand available on Amazon that I really like and I had placed one order and I think I had like I don't know. I would try them out like six of them and then I ordered more. And now I'm in the phase where I'm just getting rid of anything that's not those. Oh, so yeah. I just need to order like maybe 12 more just because I like to have a lot. I have a full drawer of the same underwear. Yeah. I, I love these Warner's underwear guys. We'll link them in the show notes. <laughs> she loves those Amazon Warner's underwear. I do. Uh, they come in a multi-pack. <laughs> that's the undies for me. <laughs> multi-pack. You know what I need is some pretty tops. Tops that are not t-shirts. I love a t-shirt, but I need a pretty top, cute tops. Like going out tops or just like being dressed up like elevated during your normal week top? Elevated during my normal week. I think Target's your friend. Target is my friend, but I always think of Jennifer Aniston. I'm not comparing myself to Jennifer Aniston, but she always, don't you think she has a uniform look? Like she is always in like jeans and a black top. Mm -hmm. Always, Mm -hmm. always and forever. And I want to be like that, but not in jeans and a V-neck. Okay. 
So how do I do that? So don't buy any more V-necks and force yourself. I'm not wearing a V-neck right now. I'm wearing a crew neck, crew neck guys. <laughs> so I don't know. I just need tops. I just want to look put together. Basically what it comes down to. Yeah. I love a hoodie, but I need to chill out on the hoodies, like the hoodie situation. I need to, I need to relax. How many do I actually need? Cause what happens is like, I f- then have a favorite that I wear over and over again. And then why do I have all these hoodies? Like really, I just want one to like, I mean, I enjoy wearing them. Like I want them to throw on at home if we're sitting outside, you know, I don't think I've ever seen you wear a hoodie ever. Mm. I see you wear sweaters. I rolled up today. And I was like, why are you so dressed up? She's wearing a dress. I'm wearing a dress guys, but it's sometimes a dress is easier. Eh. So what, <laughs> what else are you looking for? She wants loungewear, leggings, pajamas. Yeah. Thank you. Robe. I lost my place. I couldn't find. Yes. I last year couldn't find my leggings and I was so sure that I still had them that I never went and replaced them and spent the entire winter season without a pair of leggings. I know exactly what I want. It's the Zella live in leggings. They are very comfortable. They're my favorite. I need a pair in black to wear with like an oversized sweater or like a. Yeah. I picture you wearing like boots with that. I would totally wear Ugg boots yeah. with that. Basic as hell. And I don't care. <laughs> I love my Ugg boots. But yeah, I would like a couple new pairs of pajamas really brings me a lot of joy just some I just want to be cozy you know I have my favorite Walmart robe but I do think it's time to retire it I think it has been several years I think it's it's either been two or three winters the lifetime of a Walmart (laughs) robe can't be that long no and it really has gotten good use because I wear it pretty much daily in the winter and I'll throw it on like over my pajamas in the morning when it's cold and you know how much time we spent at home in the last year and a half so there was a lot of like at home time where I would just throw on I Wendy's giving me a look so (laughs) I got tired of wearing my robe around and last year I bought like a cozy house sweater that I could put on like (laughs) over my pajamas so at least I wasn't like transitioning into house dresses I wasn't in my bathrobe all the time oh my god first of all I need to know who actually else owns a bathrobe that they wear over their pajamas (gasps) i think lots of people i'm not the only one i know where are my people raise your hand you bathrobe wearing folks and slippers too right of course slippers you guys it's just it it reminds me of a very matronly look (gasps) i i just want to know if there's any other megan's a borderline millennial so if there are any other borderline millennials out there I was born in 1979. I am proudly Gen X, borderline or not. I'm I'm 42 years old. Millennials are not young people anymore. And I am not a millennial, but like I wear nice slippers. It just makes me laugh. You you are built to live like on the East Coast, I think. Or Midwest. That's a Midwest. (laughs) She was like, I've insulted her. Where I dress like I'm a Midwesterner every single day. I'm just saying that it's 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 the imagery. Like honestly, I don't think I've ever seen you wear that. But the imagery that I see in my head is very much like you know, Sixteen Candles, where they're making breakfast, and it's the grandma who's making breakfast. 
So she's isn't she wearing like a, a robe over her pajamas? Look, it's not meant to be cute, but like I said, I leveled up. I bought my like cozy little house sweater to wear over my pajamas, so I'm no longer in my bathrobe Sunday morning making breakfast. Well, what's this sweater? It's like a cardigan sweater. Yeah. It's okay, real cozy. It's it, real cozy. I mean, we'll link it in the show notes, guys. You can get your own house sweater. I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. You guys can email us at meganandwindy at gmail.com and tell, you know, tell me I'm an asshole. You know, people DM me on Instagram asking for links to my pajamas because they like them. Where are you sharing your pajamas at that I don't see? Well, I am talking in Instagram in my pajamas and people are like, those are cute. Can I have a link? Yeah. So, pajama fluencer. <laughs> Cozy fluencer. <laughs> you heard it here first. All right. What are your what are your clothing goals? Are you leveling up after a year of soft pants? Or are you just like digging in? You're like, I cannot go back to the hard pants. I I'm gonna still wear the joggers. I'll be honest. They're still gonna be in the rotation. Me too. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're gonna come right back with Megan and Wendy approved. <laughs> We're back and it's time for Megan and Wendy approved. And you know, we have Megan and Wendy approved merch that you can find at meganandwendy.com slash shop hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> we stay in our lane. We know. <laughs> we have a mug, we have a sticker, we have a notebook and that's it. And a crew neck. And a crew neck. Yeah. yeah. Did you get the crew neck? No, I bought the hoodie. Me too. How about the hoodie? All right. What do you have this week? I'm back on my makeup shit. Yeah. I bought a Real Techniques blend and blur foundation oh, I brush. Know what that was. Okay. Remember those? Remember I bought some on Amazon? Like uh, the oval shaped brushes? Yeah. The, uh-huh. It looks like a spoon, guys. We bought some on Amazon years ago and I think it busted because I was like pressing too hard on my face and then like. I got mine at the ever so fancy TJ Maxx, actually. <laughs> Did yours break too or no? The quote metal yeah which was like painted on chipped off of it but it didn't actually break oh i think the handle snapped Uh on mine anyway i ended up buying real techniques which is like you can buy them anywhere ulta target like they're everywhere i they're great makeup brushes Mm -hmm. and like i said it looks like a shape of a spoon Uh and i had forgotten how great this brush was it's like densely packed with like you know the the brush is yeah, yeah, but yeah. soft at the same time. And it really does just beautifully blur the skin when I use my liquid foundation with it. I remember really loving mine. They're like knockoffs of the Artiste style brushes. Yeah, that's really expensive. Very expensive. I really liked mine when I had it. And I'm glad that Real Techniques is in on the game so they're, you can get them without getting like some, you know, mass produced overseas brand although not that real techniques is like small business but i don't know i i'm a fan of the real techniques line me too and if i can be honest i bought it because every other makeup brush needs to be washed at my house right now oh been there (laughs) so i was like really need to buy a new brush because i don't have the time to clean my other ones so but yeah great 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 makeup brush i have yet another body scrub and this was an impulse purchase based on the fact that my skin on my body was kind of revolting. It was just feeling kind of dry and irritated. And I wasn't really doing anything other than washing it. Dog, sit down. Like, obviously I use soap, but I wasn't, I don't know. It. He's adorable. I just needed, I needed to try something new. I 
bought the Tree Hut Vitamin C Sugar Scrub. And Tree Hut makes a number of sugar scrubs in a number of formulas. I mean, there's coconut lime and Moroccan rose and watermelon and cotton candy and cocoa colada and lavender. And you can get them in a number of different places. I'm looking online right now and I it seems like different locations sell different formulas. So Ulta has some, Target has some, Albertsons has some. And what's mildly interesting to me is sometimes I'll see on Instagram or TikTok, people have like a full collection and they'll have like 12 of the scents. In their shower? Yes. And oh I was like, God. that's a real dedication to the sugar scrub. I just, I'm kind of a lazy shower most days. So it would take <laughs> me a long time. Like I'm clean guys, but sometimes I don't do all the extras. You know how it goes. But I like it and it doesn't leave my shower floor slippery. Sometimes sugar scrubs leave your skin feeling a little too oily, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of the perfect amount of scrubby but leaves your skin feeling nice and soft and it smells nice it's a good addition to your sunday shower and i made the mistake of buying a body wash that was specifically designed for like to fight irritation but it's unscented and sometimes when things are unscented they have to add things to them to make them unscented Mm -hmm. so this one smells like dust like it doesn't every time like dust it, my skin feels better since using it because <laughs> I feel like it's soothing something in my skin but every time I'm like this smells terrible dust so I'm telling you I'll get it out it smells like dust oh my goodness that's so funny um this has hints of dust in so old library the, books <laughs> so the sugar scrub is it brings me back because I like an added scent Sure. I like my shower to smell nice. Yeah, me too. So, and I think they're like $4.99. And again, you can get them at Target, but you can also get them other places. If you're still listening, we would love if you would take 30 seconds, shoot us a DM on Instagram, shoot us an email. Let us know how you found the podcast. Did you start with Hallmark episodes and come this way or the other way around? Just, we would love to know how you're finding us. And until then, we are at Megan and Wendy LSS on Instagram, and we'll see you on Thursday to talk the latest fall harvest Hallmark movie. Goodbye. Bye.